Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, Mujer, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. Girl, listen, today I'm wrapping up the topic of creating meaningful connections. I've been talking about that for the past two weeks because I really feel that it is something really important to dive into. And so today I have an amazing Muhad who is joining me to wrap up this topic. We also dive into the difference between a meaningful connection and your inner circle. So pretty cool conversation. I really believe it's going to encourage you. And I actually have my friend, Ellie, who is joining me. So she is a creative at heart. She's talented. She's an artist. She's a writer. And she actually created this really cool thing where she invites poets to come together to really dive into the deeper meaning of their poetry and their writing. And I mean, there's a whole list for how talented Ellie is and the different things that she does. So I felt that she would be a perfect person to join me for this topic to wrap it up because we have such a unique story. Uh, you will hear the story during the episode, but basically we met through a network and then later we find out that we are kind of family and it's crazy because I'm like, oh my God, no wonder we were so familiar with each other. And so I really believe that this episode's going to bless you. And as we wrap up creating meaningful connections, I just want to encourage you to really create those meaningful connections that are going to be a blessing into your life. And like I said on other episodes, be present in the moment of creating those connections and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. But I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure that you share it with your amigas because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. So enjoy and God bless. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm so excited because I have a special guest today. I have a friend too, which is really exciting because that's always fun whenever I get to have my friends on the podcast. But I want to welcome you, Ellie, to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and anything you want to share? Okay, um, well, my name is Ellie Gonzalez Stone. I am married, um, I would say three years now. It's, I, I always 
get confused as to what to say because I've been with him 17 years. Wow. So, but three years married. And so it's, it's always an adventure and it's fun. Um, I live in the Denton County area. Um, I used to have a radio show podcast here in town locally, and I would interview artists, musicians, writers, poets, creatives, um, any kind of art whatsoever, anything that was creative in nature, um, music related. And so I did that for three years. And obviously due due to the pandemic, um, that shut down the studio or it, it may still be there, but our podcasts were affected by that. But, you know, everything comes in seasons and changes. So now I am enjoying working from home, which has been a blessing to be honest with you. Cause I was constantly busy all the time. I'm also a poet. So I used to host poet events in town as well. I haven't done it in a while, but you know what? I'm pretty sure I will be doing something either hosting one or participating in one. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun um taking a break honestly to to rest and regroup my mind. But other than that, I am a creative, I'm an artist. I love photography, I love anything creative, artistic. Um I enjoy being outdoors. I absolutely adore um you know, hanging out with friends on a patio or, you know, anything music related whether it be watching a live band um, you know, listening to music, creating playlists among playlists among <laughs> playlists. So there's so many things I love to do. That's so awesome. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Of course, anytime. Thank you. So I have been doing, it's not really a series, but I've been doing like a part one, part two of meaningful connections, which yeah is really a topic that's been on my heart. And I wanted to do a part three because I'm like, I don't think I'm quite done talking about this topic yet. And I thought about you because I'm like, man, we have a very unique connection, kind of how we came to be friends. Mm -hmm. And I was also thinking about when it was my book party and when you had shared about how we connected. And I'm like, yeah, like she would be the perfect person to come on and talk about this with me. And I think uh, when when I do have friends on the podcast, it's always really cool, just the dynamic and the conversation. So today we're going to dive into part three of Meaningful Connections. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast and the last two episodes about Meaningful Connections, we're kind of talking about that, but we're taking it a little bit differently because we're also going to talk about the difference between inner circle and meaningful connections. So I think it's going to be a pretty juicy episode. Uh, Well, thank you again, Ellie, for being here. And do you want to start kind of telling how we met? Because I think it's kind of a cool story. (laughs) I think it's an amazing story, actually. So during the pandemic, obviously, it all started when this happened. Um, I was such a social person and I was always, you know, involved in the community. So when the pandemic hit, I felt such a void um, being here at home, working from home. Um, Obviously, all those feelings were new. We didn't, you know, I'm an extrovert. I'm an extreme extrovert. I'm extremely social. So to go from that to, to pandemic life was kind of a culture shock. You know, we haven't ever experienced that in our lifetime for the most part. And um, I was feeling the emptiness. I needed to fill the void. And obviously we resorted to social media. Everybody resorted to social media in some form or fashion, whether it be to work or to stay connected or just to find out what the world was doing. So at that point, I was really missing connections. I started feeling like, you know what? Being at home really did show me who was really connected to me. And it showed me who wasn't. And that was okay. Um, So at the same time, I wanted to find new connections. I knew I wanted to find like-minded women who were motivated by podcasting, who were all about empowering other women, who were uplifting, inspirational, and it wasn't just um, 
something hip or cool. It was actually a way of life for them. So, you know, I also wanted to find someone that was, it didn't have to be about Christianity, but it, but I wanted it, you know, to be somewhat spiritual or faith-based in the sense that, you know, it was a common bond as well. Um, and I started looking on Facebook for podcasters and, you know, I joined a couple of groups and I would watch and I would observe some people's podcasts and some of them were really cool. It wasn't what I was looking for, but I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. But I need something deeper. I was looking for a deeper connection. And I also wanted something that vibed with my, you know, emotional side, my spirituality, my, you know, I wanted something that would help me grow as a person as well. So lo and behold, I landed in this Latina podcaster group and I happened to click on your podcast. <laughs> and so I started listening to your podcast and I was like, you know what? I really like what she's saying. I like what she's putting out there. I vibe with it and I like her attitude. So right away, I started tuning in, tuning into your podcast. And then I remember making a comment and telling you, hey, I really liked your podcast. I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to tune in. And you responded really quickly. And from that point on, we kind of just connected. We clicked. Yeah. We clicked, you know, literally and figuratively speaking. And somehow we just started engaging online. And um, I remember probably... I don't remember specifically, but probably giving feedback as to one of your topics. Yeah. And then I just felt, you know, like I probably said something that just engaged us in conversation and you just went with it as well. And so lo and behold, we become more socially interactive online. And then eventually that became, you know, you had me on your podcast yeah. back in the day original the original the other podcast the other <laughs> podcast so you had me on as a guest and I was very honored and we just really connected on that deeper level that I was really seeking um so it was so neat how our friendship flourished because you were in Chicago I was in Texas and then you kept talking about tacos and I was like, oh, you hit, you hit a topic right there. You know, I love tacos. I love to cook tacos. And I was like, if you ever come to Texas, you're going to have tacos at my house. So obviously, eventually our friendship became to the point where we were actually thinking about if we ever met up, we're going to have tacos. <laughs> Lo and behold, you came to Texas. Look, don't invite <laughs> me for tacos because... <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, you took me up on that offer and your whole family came down to Texas and they came over to my house for tacos and we had a great time. And it was so interesting because we just felt so at ease with each other. There was this comfort. There was always this connection, unexplainable connection. Yeah. And obviously we've grown in our friendship from then and that point on. So, you know, um, our husbands got along. I love your kids. I mean, they're just yeah. cool. And so it just grew from there. And I remember that that was a Saturday. And on Sunday, I had I'd probably slept in late that morning and I got a message and it was from you. And you're like, I'm not trying to be weird, but I said, I'm not trying to stalk you. <laughs> I'm not trying to stalk you. But why is my Theo on your Facebook page? Yeah. And I said, your your Theo. And lo and behold, your Theo was actually my Theo as well. So we figured out very quickly that my uncle was married to your aunt. Yes. So as soon as that clicked, all of these memories came <laughs> flashing back in an instant because I had no idea you were my aunt and uncle's relative, Yeah, you know, on her side. And yep. so it was just so weird because I, then I was like, cause we've always talked about how I feel like, I yeah, know you him. were like, you, you look familiar. You look so familiar. And I was exactly. like, everybody I says like that? family, I feel like your family, but it was just literally bothering me at the back. I'm like, she looks so much like somebody. And when you said that, 
I immediately, it immediately triggered your whole family. And when you said two of my guy cousins, yeah, I'm like, oh, she really knows my family. And then I, I, went into I, this, I mean, yeah. And then I went into this. Oh my God. She knows my family. They're so <laughs> dysfunctional. And I just went through this whole, like, it's, it's really weird when people, you have a past, but it's really weird when people know the family that you come from. Yeah. And you know that certain family members have burned bridges and and it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm not I'm not like that side because I was raised <laughs> by a different side. So it's it's just such a such a weird thing. And I, I think I had to get past that. Like, you know, that's that's not my identity. Like, that's something I had to work on. But it's it's so interesting how so I remember I had started doing like girl chat with a purpose, which yeah. kind of was like cafecito and amigas night, but like yeah. more Bible based, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, And then I had a whole different podcast back then. So mm-hmm. it was more like Christian based. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting how and that's one of the things that I was talking about with meaningful connections is taking people off social media, right? Like Mm -hmm. actually getting off of social media, jumping on Zoom. And it was during uh, the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. what else could you do other than like, okay, let's make friends somehow. But to make a long story short, I I remember. So when someone friend requests me on Facebook, I, I don't accept everyone's friend requests. And I don't go through their friends either whenever we become friends. But that day, I remember we were going to go to Texas. Mm -hmm. So we weren't living here yet. And I wanted to like reconnect with my aunt. Mm -hmm. So I started looking for her on Facebook, but I couldn't find hers. I only found, you know, our uncle's Facebook. And then I see that you guys are friends. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is so weird. Mm -hmm. And I even told Neil, you know, my husband, like, babe, this is so weird. But Ellie has my Theo on her Facebook. Like, why are they friends? And then it just started clicking. Like, I remember you telling me that you grew up in church and you guys had the same last name. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is really weird. Like I had this weird moment, like, wait, what is going on? And yeah, it was so weird. And then that's when I'm like, okay, Ellie, I'm not trying to like be creepy or stalk you. (laughs) Well, how do you know this person? And then that's how it all kind of, it was, it was crazy, but it was, I think for me, it really shows you because I really believe that God connects certain people I do and too. yeah. And now it's, I really just feel like, man, I could be myself with you. I don't have to be the fearless mujer. I don't have to be this <laughs> podcaster. I don't have to be anything other, other than who I am. I don't have to hold back on my spiritual views or anything like that or one of the things that I shared with you today was uh when we're talking through messenger was my marriage is something that I'm so like protective of because Mm -hmm. of all the things that we've been through but yet to open the door to that side of my life that's like inner circle stuff you yeah. know, and, and I may share, I've, I've shared here and there, maybe moments where I was going through something in my marriage, like, Hey, pray for my marriage, but to actually let someone in, that's like a very vulnerable, Hey, my marriage yeah. is going through stuff right now. So anyway, um, but yeah, I think our story is pretty cool. And when you shared it at the party, it was just so interesting to kind of see like, Whoa, uh fast forward like book party ellie's here it was such a really interesting moment but thank you for sharing our our friendship story (laughs) yeah definitely i think it's a blessing it it's a miraculous story to be honest i'm not going to downplay it because how in the world out of all the people that i connected with and i've connected with quite a few during the pandemic of all people that came to my house it was you and so I think that there was just an intervention there that happened that I cannot <laughs> deny. And it's just, you're right. Being at the book club, I know there were several ladies there, um, the book club party that were emotional. And it was emotional for me because I remember the conversations that you and I were having back then. Yeah. I remember the vulnerable topics that we were talking about, not just your marriage, but my marriage as yeah. well, or in the past, 
the struggles that we we both had common struggles or whatnot. And so it was very interesting to find someone who could, so to speak, bear their soul in the same way and not have to worry about it. Because a lot of times, even your best friends that you have or your closest family members, you can't say a lot of that stuff. Yeah. To you. They, they're very protective yeah. and that's natural. So to be able to just be able to release it and know that you're safe and know that it's confidential and that you have the utmost respect for that person and vice versa is such a blessing. It, yeah, it truly I is. agree. You know, I it agree. Just, it, it's been a blessing. And one of the things, so after we talk about our friendship, <laughs> one of the things that I love is that you, like you said the other day, I know you, I know you like structure. I'm like, yeah, that's so true. Because one of the things that I always talk about is how we're ourselves and we're kind of living our, our daily life. So we don't mm-hmm. always see ourselves from the outside looking in because mm-hmm. it's kind of impossible to do that unless like you're watching yourself recorded on something. But, you know, I started to to really think about like how, yeah, she does know me. Like <laughs> I, it's it's hard when like I've had people that I thought were my friends. And I have to constantly explain like why I'm busy, why I can't hang out with them, why I'm not answering their messages. It's hard to explain that, that, okay, yes, I, I technically don't have a nine to five, but I'm running a business and I'm trying to do all these other things, have a podcast. I have a whole other life, my personal life, my motherhood life, my marriage, all of that stuff that. I don't let everyone see that right on social media, because I feel like as vulnerable and transparent as I may be on a podcast or with people, there's certain things that people just you are sacred, in other words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's so nice to have, you know, those inner circle people. And one of the things that I've really been thinking about, and, and I think this is where the whole topic of meaningful connections came from, was that. I was really thinking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about his inner circle. I was just kind of thinking about the leader that he is, because that's one of my things is as a leader, I strive to be like him because he loved Mm -hmm. everyone. Mm -hmm. So as I began to kind of think about meaningful connections, I really started thinking like, man, what really is a meaningful connection? How do you make meaningful connections? What's because there's different kind of meaningful connections, like mm-hmm. professional meaningful connections, meaningful connections that may develop into friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then meaningful connections that in the moment in that season, they were they were a connection, mm-hmm. but maybe now that season's over and it's okay. So then I really started thinking about, oh, there's a difference between inner circle and meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is such a very interesting topic. So I guess we can kind of dive into like, what would you consider a meaningful connection? I think there's different layers to even that title. Um, Like you said, and you dissected it into professional, you, you may look up to someone from a career standpoint, you may look up to someone from a just a woman's standpoint, like I really admire her. I like her sass. I like her whatever. Or you can look up to people for, um, you know, the way they have, the way they parent their children. So there's so many things that you can do to look up to people that are meaningful, that are influential to you, um, that are even things that you dive into every day. Like you may tune into somebody on their feed every day that you engage with every day, but it, it doesn't go past that. So I think once you start, you know, digging a little deeper and making a more meaningful connection, you're actually investing and in sharing your time with that person. And, and there's also, you know, like you said, both you and I have obviously talked about our schedules and whatnot, and there's an understanding There's an understanding and a a respect because I know what your structure is like. I know what your day typically looks like and you ebb and flow together with that. Even, even though we don't get to connect like we want to, 
there's that respect. And then once you start diving deeper into the emotional topics into, you know, and that's not to say that you're going to have a hardcore conversation every time you talk to this person, but there's a lot of things just like a marriage, just like, you know, your relationships with your family, anything that's healthy is going to take nurturing, respect, yes. healthy boundaries, even with a, a inner circle, you have healthy boundaries, or there is going to be times when people get on each other's nerves, you know, our marriages, I know we get yeah. on each other's nerves, you know, but there's also understanding forgiveness there, you got to push that pride aside, you know, yeah. and so all of those ingredients go into your connections, as a base level, but when you go digging deeper into a more meaningful connection, you crave spending more time with each other. You crave succeeding together, but also when you're not succeeding, you want the other person to succeed. So for me, when I see you having a book club party, to me, that just brings me a lot of joy because I was around when you didn't have that. And it was so awesome to watch you grow And so to be a part of that is so special to me, you know, and so I hope to build more memories with you and your family and your kids. I know that our husbands get along and I know we have a lot of similarities, even their schedules were very similar as far as, you know, the night shift. So I could relate to you on. And no one, I feel like no one understands that if like you've never been married. Well, now, now my husband's on the road, but if you've never been married to someone with yep. a crazy schedule and even the sleeping patterns of like, yeah, saying my husband's moody all the time because he doesn't sleep very much. So I think even those things just kind of bonded us, like yeah. me sharing the nuance I was going through, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. A real, it's a different lifestyle altogether. Yes. There's so many emotions involved in that for both of us, both your husband and you and me and my husband at that time there were so many things involved in that. So I knew exactly what you were going through. I knew exactly how you felt aside from, you know, we don't have kids you do. So I knew there was added pressure, but at the same time, I I knew what it felt like. So there was also those type of bonding experiences because we just connected on so many levels, but um, the more you keep digging and it's a willingness to dig and it doesn't mean you got to go digging for, you know, whatever, you just need to be able to dig deeper into your friendship, yeah, dig deeper into that. your marriage, you know, because we can, we can coast, we can coast on friendships, we can coast on a marriage for a long time, yeah. but eventually we're going to feel the pinch of the monotony of a friendship or the monotony of a marriage. And you got to mm-hmm. get out of a rut and it's normal, but, you know, creativity, imagination, spontaneity sometimes those are the best things to keep nurturing your friendship and just laughing and you know building those memories I know I always tell everybody if we're going anywhere get ready to take selfies and it's not (laughs) you know I enjoy taking selfies that's that's a god-given I really love that about you because (laughs) you know as as someone who's marketing her stuff her podcast and stuff um I like to think that I'm more than a content creator, but I don't have to explain to you like, hey, I need a selfie for Instagram. Let's take a selfie for Instagram, yeah. right? It, it's kind of in a way, I think when people don't understand that, it's almost like shallow and self-centered. But no. I you think want me to you... tell you where it comes from for me? And this is going to take a deep, deep turn. <laughs> okay. So honestly... Yes, there's a part of it that's vain, you know, hey, let's take a selfie. My hair looks good. My makeup looks good. Everything's, you know, whatever. Or this outfit has to be photographed, whatever. But I'll never forget when um, my nephew, speaking of which, I'm bringing him up, him up today. And it actually is the anniversary of his passing, you know, so he's in heaven now. And so I was the one that had to create the video. So it was really hard for me to dig up. And he was 19 years old. So it was very hard for me to go through the photos. And then when I was done, I was like, there's not enough photos. How can there ever be enough photos of someone that you love? You know, Mm -hmm. so a part of me 
defaults to that feeling, that emotion. And of course, you want to leave a legacy behind. You want people to remember you in a happy way. You want to not be forgotten, you know, and, and, you know, depending on your family dynamic, your family won't forget you, your friends won't forget you and all of that. But you want to also feel like you leave your mark in the world. You know, you want to be a positive light in the world. So aside from all the the diva selfie mode pictures and all the filters <laughs> and all the fun stuff, there's that flip side. Wow. And so, you know, I, I know my my husband gets so tired of taking selfies and he's so patient with me, even though he's like, oh, he's <laughs> like cringing every time. I'm like, come here, come here. He's like, we just took one. So it's so funny because I tell Neil, I need I need content. I need like because I get very I I'm very I don't want to say weird because I know that's how God made me. I can get so inspired in like a moment. Yep. Like just spontaneously, I can get so inspired and I'm like, oh my God, this is a perfect thing yep. to share. Like this is so inspiring. Or a lesson that I learn when I'm somewhere. And it's just like I need I need content. And and just like you, I feel like one day I'm gonna get old. Mm-hmm. I want to look back on all the pictures of my kids and and yep. even my dog, right? Like, cause she yep. was she's sick right now. I thought she was gonna die, which is a whole other story. But yep. even that, Ellie, when I left the vet, I don't I haven't really shared this with anyone except like maybe two people of what really was going on with my dog. Yeah. When we left the vet, when we left um I think it was the because we went to the vet and then we went to an animal hospital. I just remember telling um, Natalie and Natalie's my daughter. For those of you that don't know, I said, Natalie, I feel like calling Ellie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, call her, call her, call her. <laughs> she's like, call her, call her. her. Yeah. And so I don't know why, but you were like, and and of course, like you just lost your doggies, which was probably why. But I felt like. I wanted to call you to share with you because when you don't understand Mm -hmm. like the love of your doggies that they're your babies Mm -hmm. too, it's hard to explain like, man, I really thought my dog was going to die. So even like just talking about friendship and meaningful connections. And I know I cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Even that, like there was this connection that like, I need to tell you about my dog. Yeah. (laughs) And it's important because so many people, you know, I grew up in a family, my mom and dad, my dad loves animals, but my mom would not let him in the house. We grew up, no ese perro, no en la casa, no. My dad was like that. Yup. Exactly. And so when I met my husband and I'm like, what? They're in your bedroom? They're in, I mean, it was a culture shock for me. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love animals, but I was not about having dogs in the bed or anything like that. So I was like, no, this isn't going to work here. <laughs> but lo and behold, you know, it's funny. Fast forward again to the pandemic. And we've, we obviously had Bella and Scotty. They were the last two out of the, the four that we had. Um, but Bella and Scotty were very small when we were living in Denton. And then we obviously moved out to the country. The pandemic hit literally as we moved into this house. And so having Scotty and Bella here literally every day, 24 seven during a pandemic where we were literally all four of us were waking up together. Every routine we did involved the dogs for three Mm -hmm. years. So we were already close with our dogs, but then to have that relationship with them turn yeah. as well. I always tell your eye, I said, if the pandemic hadn't hit, because there's blessings and disguises, even in something as, you know, horrible as a pandemic, we would have, we wouldn't have dug deeper with our dogs. And I yeah. mean, you know, it's true. It, it's true. You know, so there's different levels, even, you know, humans, it's the same thing. If this hadn't happened, then you and I wouldn't be here today. So that's so true. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So I almost feel like talking about the dog stuff. Yeah, go ahead. It shows you an inside of like an inner circle that I had like, I did share with a few people like 
you know, something's going on with my dog, but I really didn't go super deep about it because I, I, it's weird because I'm trying, I'm trying to still have some privacy. Not that like, oh my God, I'm like super famous, (laughs) but it's, it's funny. Like I went to get my hair done uh, a couple weeks ago and I gave the girl one of my books because I happened to have it in my purse. And I, I actually don't carry my books around, but, you know, we got to talking, you know, she was someone who loves Jesus. And so I wanted to give her a book and she was like, I've seen your book on Instagram. She's like, are you, yeah. She goes, are you the fearless mohead? And I go, yeah. And it's so weird because I never, I never like meant to call myself that it was like, you guys are the fearless mohead. It's you guys, but that's just how people started associating me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I've been seeing yourself. So anyway, then then you find out it's such a small world and somebody knows somebody and you know all that. But um Me that being hello. So- <laughs> <laughs> no, right. But that being said, um, I feel like there's certain things that are just like this is this is private, and this mm-hmm. is where I get to be Micaela, and just yeah. not to like go into a Bible study, but I, I really think about Jesus and like. Here he was, you know, having these miracles happen, healing people and having these this. I don't even know how many people, probably thousands of people, hundreds of people just wanting to see him. Some of them just wanted to see the miracles. Right. Mm -hmm. So then you have the people that he actually ate with and sat Mm -hmm. with. And it's such a beautiful a beautiful display of like, this is my inner circle and there's only 12, right? Yeah. And you can't, you can't be inner circle for everyone. Even the people that you, you touch as far as your message. And I I know that we probably wish we could, and they probably wish they could. um, But your, your focus is going to be for a certain audience. Your focus is going to touch a certain amount of people within that audience. And some people can tune in faithfully, but the people that you're really touching that have, you've made such an impact on them. I know I have been um, a part of your book club. I've been a part of cafecito um, nights with you. And I see the way women, you know, talk to you. I see the reaction they have with you. So it's very natural for them to want to be a part of, that inner circle or whatnot but if like you said jesus only sat and ate with 12 you know um, and one of them betrayed them but that's another topic (laughs) so yeah you know you can't you can't spread yourself thin that's just human nature we wish we could and that's why i think a lot of times there's a blessing in social media or there's a blessing in being a public speaker or a coach a life coach because you can you can literally minister to the masses. And it's not to say that you're trying to shortchange someone's experience. It's not saying that you're trying to take away from one person to give to another. It's because you do have a mission. You do have a motive to reach people. And within that people, there's going to be someone that clicks more than another person. And that's okay. That's a natural process. And eventually through those meaningful connections it goes even deeper than that. And sometimes you don't have the location, you don't have the time, you don't have the circumstance to make those inner circle connections with everyone. So people naturally, just by human nature, get filtered out. And I don't mean out as in moved or pushed aside, but sometimes you move and that disconnects you in a certain way. And so now you're left with an even smaller group. And out of those people, who do I have these core, you know, basic needs being met with my confidentiality, respect, respect of boundaries, time, family time, personal time. Yeah. Do they empower me? Do they motivate me? Do they inspire me? And do I do that for them? Cox knows that when summer starts, your family doesn't stop. So they have new internet packages at an everyday low price with the same speed and flexibility that you expect from Cox. And they include panoramic Wi-Fi equipment at no additional cost. 
It's internet that keeps up with you, all with no annual contract, which means no pesky early termination fees. With everyone at home, it's nice to know that when they're connected, they're protected with advanced security from panoramic Wi-Fi. And when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. After a long hot day, cool off with a family night with Contour Stream Player. Enjoy live sports, your favorite shows on Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, Peacock, and more with all the popular streaming apps. Learn more at Cox.com. So it's a mutual give and take. And when you are missing some of those, you can still respect someone and admire them and really learn from somebody. But it doesn't mean that they're stepping into that role for your yeah. inner circle, because when it comes down to it, your inner circle is sacred ground. Yeah. And that's not to say that you, you or you don't deserve to be here. But this is my holy space. This yeah. is where my home is. This is where. I abide, you know, all, everyone here abides by a rule of peace, respect, love, kindness, whatever your rules are in your inner circle, your bubble. So it is holy ground. And yeah. You have to respect that and you have to protect it at all costs because there's so many things coming at us from all directions that try to break that and yes. try to disrupt that. And so it happens. We all know it happens for whatever reason, it could be different reasons for each of us, but you know, you have to protect that peace. That's you so have to protect good. that inner circle. So I know that we were talking about how we wish we could, you know, connect with everybody, but it yeah. you know, just natural time, natural, you know, situations, it it just happens that way. Yeah. It's a thing, you know? I feel like that's such a like that can just be a whole I think you know by now how I am. I love to dissect a topic and be like, hmm, how do how do we kind of look at this from different angles and put the magnifying glass on it? I feel like <laughs> the inner circle, because I associated with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, just just because and, and I've said this to people like I don't I don't wear this Christian label. I love Jesus. That's my lifestyle. Just like other people have their lifestyle. My lifestyle is that I live a life to love and live for and worship Jesus in my character, which I fall short because I'm not perfect. We all but, but when I think of inner circle, I think it's you're right. It is such like a, a sacred, special thing that like and I think when when you're kind of because I've always pretty much been the popular girl, uh, not because. I wanted attention or anything like that. I just, I'm a very social person. Maybe I'm more reserved now that I'm getting older, but I've always been the, Hey, it's quiet. Hey, how are you? Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm here. Like parties. Like I was just always that girl. So I, I naturally always had a lot of people around me, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm getting older, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm really learning like, hold on a second here. Mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't get access to you in that way. And, and it, it kind of sucks, but there's not enough of you to go around. Um, so that's a natural filtering process that we need sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard, it's hard to admit that, that like, Oh, I really like this person. I really, really do. But Mm -hmm. seeing how my life is, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think this is suitable for me right now. So, um, oh my God, I feel like we could go into that like topic, but I want to ask you before we wrap up, considering the difference between meaningful connections and inner circle. Uh, and I, I feel like we've said a lot, why is it important to have both? I, I'll just put it like that. Why is it important to have both? those meaningful connections, right? Because we need community. And why is it important to have that inner circle as well? Well, I think it's it's important to have both because for that reason, everyone cannot fill those properties 24-7 at any given time. So there's like a, like I said, an ebb and flow and there's going to be different levels. It's almost like juggling, you know? It's yeah. It's like, you can't be everything to someone or everyone at all the time. So people are going to fill in shoes periodically. People are going to step in and out of your life periodically. 
Some do that and come back. Some do that and leave and don't come back. And that's okay. We all have been through that. And so I think that you need both of them because they kind of balance everything out. And, and that's, you know, I always tell my husband, it's not fair for me to expect you to be my husband my, be- you know, well, my husband is my best friend, my girlfriend to go shopping, my therapist, with, my therapist, because you can't I'm laughing because I told Neil, you're okay, I'm done venting because you're not my therapist. <laughs> exactly. So one of the biggest things he used to, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure some guys are like this, but he can't stand going into Ross, TJ Maxx, Marshall, and I <laughs> love going to those stores. And, you know, Ulta Sephora and he's so you know just this weekend I said I'll let you pick the restaurant wherever you want to go eat it's your pick even the restaurants I don't like if you go with me without any complaints so but it's not fair to have him fill in my girlfriend's shoes because I know that it's a different dynamics and and he's got his dynamics that he and I you know have and it's just not fair. It's not yeah. fair to have somebody fill those shoes that they're they're not wanting to fill or whatever the case is. So it's like somebody's going to fill your those shoes at a certain time and yeah, may not, that's true. It may not be the person that's in your inner circle, but it you know, it's it's going to be okay. It works itself out because like I said, you can have meaningful connections and be inspired on a constant basis with somebody that's a meaningful connection. There's so many people that I have meaningful connections with that have inspired me, encouraged me, motivated me, who have, you know, cheered me on. That doesn't mean they're at my house eating tacos, though. And right. Oh, that's, that's good. And that's <laughs> not to say that I wouldn't have them here. And that could turn into an inner circle. But then again, you have to go through the cycles of life. Yeah, that's a, that's a natural thing. You have to go through the cycles of life, you know, or lo and behold, one conversation, you could know somebody for 10 years and one conversation could spark such a meaningful light within you that you're like, I want to dig deeper with this person. Yes, And you do. Oh and they become an inner, inner circle eventually. And those are just you know, natural things. We have connections with people. Connections come easily. Connections come and go. It's when they become meaningful connections. And when they step into that more, even deeper role of, of your inner circle, that everything is defined differently. It's very different. So good. Okay. Well, we're, I feel like we're going to have to do a whole other episode on inner circle (laughs) because that's been on my heart. I don't know. It's, it's, I just get this inspiration that stays with me, but Ellie, is there anything else you'd like to share? And after you share, if there is anything, please let listeners know where to go find you. If, yeah, definitely. If, if there's anything to be said about today's topic, it would be to encourage to always find, you know, meaningful connections with the people that you feel led to make that connection with. Don't try to force something or, you know, like I, I, you know, you've heard me say, we're all a piece of the puzzle. We all have to fit together somehow to make the big picture, but that doesn't mean you have to squeeze someone into that puzzle piece to fit next to you because not everyone is going to fit next to you in that puzzle piece. And so you can be a part of the big picture but somehow you still have to focus on what are the pieces that are closest to me. They're not the ones on the outside of the puzzle. It's the ones on the inside where it keeps you grounded. So um, you can definitely invest your time wisely with your friendships. And honestly, in a nutshell, don't be afraid to disconnect with people who are toxic, that are not respecting your boundaries, that don't uplift you, that don't um, provide some sort of, you know, empowerment um, that make you feel good. Cause in the end, you're going to want to be around people that leave a wonderful memory with you versus this is nothing but drama. We yeah. don't want to do drama. Wow, and it happens so from good. time to time, but avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No drama zone. We try to be at least, I know it happens, but um, you can find me on Instagram under diva girl, Ellie, E L L I E. Um, 
you can find my podcast um, or remnants of it because eventually I'm going to revive it under the Denton Vibe, B-I-B as in boy, E. And um, we're also, you know, some of the podcasters, they're still out there on Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, all of the episodes are still there if you want to dig into some of Denton's artistic side and hopefully God willing, one day I will revive a podcast of my own. Yes. I'm or waiting for that. Something creative. Something I'm creative for that. Cause you yeah, definitely, definitely have the personality for it. Well, I um, definitely love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to reach out to either one of us to kind of go deeper on this topic, I know Ellie doesn't mind. She loves to talk to people and I just kind of go deeper. Um, yeah. And and I as well. So if you guys would like to connect, um, you know where to find me at the Fearless Mohead Podcast on IG. Go follow Ellie. She's always posting really cool pics. Um, <laughs> and her podcast was very, very cool. I loved it. It's just so nice to get to see people's gifts and what they're doing and and within a community so celebrating um, them. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty cool uh but thank you ellie for being here it was so fun and i feel like oh we need to have another episode where we're talking about we more about as many as you so want good. <laughs> yeah i love sharing time with you on your podcast it's such an honor and you know i love you thank you i love you too all right guys i love you too uh, please share this episode with your amigas because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless. Thank you.